Hello, and welcome to the Tarot to Go radio podcast. I'm Anastasia. With me here, one last day live at Pantheacon, we have... Rose, how are you guys doing out there? And... And Artemis, welcome again. And our very special guest today is James Wanless. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> welcome, James. We're Thank delighted you. you could join us. Great uh, to be here. And um, so for those of you who aren't familiar with him, and for those of you who are, James is the creator and author of the Voyager Tarot deck and book, uh, as well as a number of other amazing, interesting books, and you should own every one of them. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So we, we just uh, sat through, well, not sat through, we had this great experience and workshop that you led here at PantheaCon. <laughs> Um, on fortune, fortune creation tarot, mm. and a uh, very simple three-card spread, and it was very helpful, very mm. insightful, um, and for the people in the class who had never seen your deck before, it was a great introduction. Uh, oh yes, very much so. Good, good, um, good. So, so we're all still kind of buzzing a little bit off that. <laughs> um, so I guess where we'd like to start, what everybody always wants to know is, how did you get the idea to do collage before Photoshop was invented? <laughs> right, it is old world art already. <laughs> Well, I was working with another artist who was perfect for doing a tarot project because he knew nothing mm -hmm. about the tarot. He was zero. Right. This is the fool. Mm -hmm. And so he's wide open. Mm -hmm. Oh, wonderful. And it's, it's not easy to work with an artist. I mean, wow. to direct an artist. So why would one want to, you know? <laughs> directing but, a cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> directing a cat. But, but the thing of this tarot, of course, is symbolic art. Mm -hmm. So it's not just putting something up because yeah. it's pretty or... Yeah. colorful it's got to be meaningful and um and he had been wanting he's an oil impressionist painter ken Knudsen lives in san francisco um and he'd been wanting to do a collage project just a collage project and right. i knew that mm -hmm. and i knew i wanted to make a deck sometime right when i thought i'd be a master <laughs> <laughs> silly silly question um and so i just asked him out of the blue hey let's make the magician and he said who what why, how? And I said, well, let's do the collage. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't anything totally like we need to do collage. It was like I believe in, you know, when it's the elements are there, work with the elements. But I think collage, cut and paste, is a great medium for symbolism because mm -hmm. you can throw in anything anywhere. Right. And when you look at the Voyager cards, as you all know, they're a little bit like dreamscapes. I mean, yes. they're, they're a little bit fragmented, like dreams. And, mm -hmm. whoa, what's this? And why is that next to this? It just... For some people see it as a mishmash mm -hmm. of confusion and like, whoa, I can't deal with this. Mm -hmm. And I try and say, you know, when you go out on the street, there's a lot of chaos out there right. too, let alone your own life. Whoa. So yes, this is about trying to make sense out of this incredible cross-section of this universe that we do live in. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's, it's, wow, exactly. Yeah, and there's intricacies and details in here that are... You know, I, I forget about them, and then mm -hmm. sometimes I'm looking at the cards and I go, oh, wow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that in there. It's just, it's it's very thrilling because it is an mm -hmm. open ended system. Right. And I wanted to create a deck that was a big map, a big symbology of human consciousness, mm -hmm. thus multicultural and mm -hmm. trans ethnic and right. past, present, and hopefully futuristic and all of that. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a very rich experience when you look at them. Absolutely. So when you selected these images, was mm. it a random association process? Did you? 
Well, I don't know if anything is really random. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anything is sticks. totally random, but mm -hmm. yeah, it was. I went just through hundreds and hundreds of magazines mm -hmm. for each card, mm -hmm. and I just pick out an image. Like I knew the for the fool, for example, I wanted it to be the fool child. I, I just want. I've done a little spins on the traditional tarot, the mm -hmm. same essence, mm -hmm. and I ran across this little doll's face, this cupid doll with the big eyes. <laughs> like wow! And this is before Chucky. This is BC. Right, right. Okay, right. I mean, it kind of looks like. Chucky. Wow. <laughs> Not really. I Some people see about that, that, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it does bring up fears mm -hmm. because the fool child is this is the leap of faith. Right. And in traditional tarot, you know, you got this young man is ready to walk off the cliff, let's say, with a dog mm -hmm. yapping. But I've got the the person's already jumped. Right. This is the jumper, mm -hmm. and, and it's a lot like children. The kid in us likes to say, "Ooh, look at that!" And we just run after it and try it. Right. And look right. at that orange thing. Right. We put our finger and it's a flame. Well, we do <laughs> get burned. Mm -hmm. But right. how do we learn? Even, exactly. The innocence of not even worry about what the, it uh, is what the fault might the be. The beginner's right. mind. The mm -hmm. beginner's right. mind, and that's how we learn. And that's why when you look on the goopy doll's face. Well, the fool child, there's a lot of scar tissue there. Mm -hmm. Because we do fall on our face. We yes. do get fooled. Mm -hmm. And that's the way oftentimes we learn. Yes. <laughs> wow, good. So, you know, it's not like somebody would say, well, the fool child is going to have a Cupid doll's face. And I did not think that mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. I would just go through imagery after imagery mm -hmm. and say, aha, that's it. Mm -hmm. So it was a very intuitively based set of choices. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, you know, that doll in that time period was very much innocence. Yes. Very innocence. Yes. You see it very often in, in the 40s and 50s. It's almost the Campbell Soup kids. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's you funny. know, you're right. That's, that is very funny. I yes. never saw it that way. <laughs> well, I, because I'm an old guy, right? I grew up in the 50s. I grew up in the 50s. And what you just said is, Campbell Soupian. Absolutely. Absolutely. The soup of creation, soup of chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that when you put all 78 tarot cards out of any deck, really, you've got all the elements of a great soup. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. But how do you, which ingredients do you want to use? Right. And, and, of course, that's kind of what a reading's about. Which ingredients are we going to use when we pick the cards to create our lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you mentioned that you designed it to be an open-ended system. Can right. you talk a little bit about what you mean by system? What's the structure? If somebody's never seen this before, yeah. what right. the heck are they supposed to think when they open it up? Right. <laughs> and, and also add sure. in the, uh, the piece about how you're changing away from the traditional structure of the courts, let's say. Right. Making it more inclusive to the family structure. Yeah. Sure. Finland, masculine, yeah. and then the sage. Yeah, because every tarot deck is a structure. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is no doubt. Mm -hmm. It's it's a four suits and the twenty two major cards, and and I like structure. I mean, if you look at the world, there is structure. Oh, yes. So, and we do have a base. We do mm -hmm. have structure, um, and sometimes we get too structured, mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. systematized, too much institutionalized in a way. Of this is the system, right? You know, and. As much as I love the system, what I wanted to do with Voyager is open it up, like you say, free it up, mm -hmm. uh, just by the volumes and of the uh, of the imagery, right? Of the symbolic yes. imagery, mm -hmm. and like, wow, here's an ancient symbol next to some new age thing, right. next to some bird, next to some whatever. Mm -hmm. right. I was like, wow. I mean, it really it's catalytic to the creative intuition mm -hmm. and the way I teach, and like you all experienced here now. Mm -hmm. As I have people just pick one image right. out of the out of the card, mm -hmm. and what does it tell you? Mm -hmm. right. My problem with a lot of traditional tarot decks is there's a minimal amount of symbology in there, a minimal amount, right. particularly with minor cards. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you see 
five cups. Yeah. Literally five mm-hmm. cups. Mm-hmm. But what does that tell you? Not much, so you have to go to the book. Right. right. And basically you're memorizing what the book says about the five of cups. Mm-hmm. Right. I like to know that and 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 go way beyond trying to memorize what somebody who wrote a book 100 years ago has to say about our lives today. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very much current. What do you see and what do you get? Mm-hmm. And to me, a tarot is meant to be a, a spark to our own inner knowing, our intuition. So that really opens it up. You know, words, right. the cards do have titles on them. Mm-hmm. Not every deck does. No, no. But words are defined and can be a hence confining. Yes. Okay, whereas imagery, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could pick the same image and have... Four of us, four different interpretations. Mm-hmm. As long yeah. as they're ours, they're correct. Exactly. You know. What so I always tell people is, well, the right answer is what's right for you. It, right. There you go. Or in like in class, you had as many interpretations as you had people in the class. Yes. Um, yeah. And, that. and we noticed even in the class that each of us would pick our own card and have maybe our own negative vibe about what that card meant to us, mm-hmm. and then hear all the positive you know, interpretations yep. of what that card meant to the other individuals, and be able to read that information right. and include that yeah. uh, in, in how I'm going to you know see that right. card in reference to my question or yeah. my quest. I guess. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like that none of us are smart as all of us. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And, and so this new deck I'm creating, these green wisdom cards, oh. dot com, oh, you want anybody well, to see them, splendid. there's only three of them up there so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a blog site so anybody can contribute to oh, the meaning oh. of the card. Oh, what a great that idea. I like. What a fabulous idea. <laughs> and people always ask me, well, why don't you call the deck the Wandless Tarot? And I went, oh, get over it. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I, I have okay self-esteem, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's beyond me right. and beyond my ego and beyond where I have my cultural framework and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, of cultural biases... Uh, artists must ask the question about the structure of the deck with the traditional court or family or right. royalty cards, kings right. and queens, page, knight, prince, princess, that kind of thing. And I, I just said, as a political scientist, okay, mm-hmm. I just can't stand monarchies. I got to <laughs> tell you, I, I, I just put, I have no, no excuses for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did want four cards for each suit, right. and it took me a long time to come up with that. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how about the four elements or the four directions, the four whatevers? Right. And it was only on a long drive, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, not a city driving kind of thing, that, you know, you kind of put the mind in motion of it at rest, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, bingo, the, the inner family. Oh. So the four cards would represent our own inner family of the inner sage, grandmother, grandfather, the elder in each of us, mm-hmm. the masculine and the feminine, man and woman mm-hmm. in each of us, and the child, mm-hmm. the inner child in each of us. So we have three inner generations, mm-hmm. which I think is way cool. So in other words, a child card is, which doesn't really, not exactly equal to a page, let's say, sort of. Mm-hmm. The child could be even younger right. than that. It's that child in us that's, let's start, let's try, let's learn, Mm -hmm. you know, the seeker, the Mm -hmm. fool child, and then the sage in us, which I don't think there are any equivalents in traditional tarot. It's beyond king and queen. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, in the the old age, people died as king or queen. Mm -hmm. You were either died, longevity, or you were dead, you were murdered. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily a long-term career. Right. In our lives, after we retire, then king and queen, we're still living. We've got another Mm -hmm. 30 years to go or whatever. Right. That's the sage. Mm Mm-hmm. In us, but let's claim the sage in us now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why the backside of the card, the DNA, is mm-hmm. really 
all important in mm -hmm. Voyager Tyrell because it does indicate that all of us as human beings inherit mm -hmm. through our DNA all of the great qualities and even lesser qualities <laughs> of human being, including the sage and the child mm -hmm. and everything in between. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a beautifully designed deck, and the first time I ever laid eyes on it, um, hadn't read the book, hadn't heard you mm -hmm. speak, and just thought, well, I, wow, I, I could just play with these images for a while yeah. and, and not really bother and oh what's this cool thing on the back it's right. a mandala. <laughs> right. and then when I finally actually got around to reading the notes it's like oh it's a cross section of a strand of DNA it's, yeah. it's perfect yeah. it, it really yeah. one of the things I love about your deck is that it's very classical mm -hmm. and respectful of several elements of the tarot mm -hmm. yes. but it is so very different and mm -hmm. innovative from mm -hmm. any other deck mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's it's why I keep coming back to it again and again. I love all my traditional you sure. know, Rider Waite Smith based kind Absolutely. of decks and that sort of thing. But your your Voyager deck just brings a different perspective to a reading for me. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I've never had a client react unfavorably to your deck. Mm. I've I've had clients it's react. Good test. <laughs> yes, yes. I've I've had clients react unfavorably to other decks yeah. um, in general or certain cards in specific. Mm -hmm. But even you know the negative cards right. in your deck, um, anger, mm -hmm. disappointment, yeah. delusion. People don't have as strong a reaction to it right. as they do to the negative cards in other decks. With blood and swords, mm -hmm. <laughs> falling out of towers. And even though we and do crucify ourselves in a lot of a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. You know, another thing about Voyager is a lot of men will respond. To the Voyager cards. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's somehow men can relate to these cards easier than a lot of the traditional tarot or the more fanciful tarot or the more out there tarots. Uh -huh. This is because it's kind of real world. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I tried to be very, I'm a Taurus. Uh -huh. you know, I, I gotta claim it. I'm down to earth. <laughs> I want this to be very practical mm -hmm. to our daily life mm -hmm. and, my favorite word, and think in the dictionary it's about and is um and have it be magical mm -hmm. if it if it can be magical and practical mm -hmm. you got something yeah you know if it's too practical it's mundane and dull and boring right and who cares right too magical and it's too fanciful mm -hmm. how does it relate yes to my life mm -hmm. does it mean anything it's not right. accessible yeah. yeah but i you know i grew up i mean i'm really good at systems mm -hmm. i mean even my phd work and political mm -hmm. science is all about political systems right and so another thing about Voyager is the system of the correspondence of the numbers, the major cards and the minor arcana cards. Mm -hmm. So all the number twos, for example, the minor arcana twos are the qualities, the personality qualities and attributes of the number two archetype, the priestess. Ah, okay. And That's I even great. tried to color organize them. So mm -hmm. all the twos are cool blue. Oh, They're all cool okay. blue, and the priestess archetype is cool blue. Yes. You know, so uh, if you want to be a priestess, mm -hmm. look at the twos. Oh, they give okay. us the map right. of mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually mm -hmm. how to be a priestess. Mm -hmm. The threes, how to be an empress. Look right. at the threes, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. That, that's a little bit of a, 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 a pretty big departure, I think, from a lot, from a lot of decks, because mm -hmm. I spent yeah. a lot of time. That's why I think uh, Rachel... Um, you know, has called Voyager Tarot the uh, the psychological mm -hmm. tarot. Rachel Pollock. Yeah, Rachel Pollock. Yeah, um, the psychology tarot, and mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I guess <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an art museum, frankly. Yeah. And, and 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 and, but uh, mm -hmm. I I took one psychology class, so I'm enough to be dangerous. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> don't have to be dangerous and yeah. Well, that was Psych 101 where you had rats and mazes and statistics. Oh, yes. Oh. If I were to do it again, I'd be very much in the, the Jungian, the archetypal mm -hmm. and transpersonal mm -hmm. uh, yeah. school of psychology. Mm -hmm. It's a mysti mystical psychology. It's a spiritual mm -hmm. psychology that brings in synchronicity and intuition and all of that. So it's very much freer than, I mean, you look at most psychotherapists, they have a system. Yes. I mean, it's mm -hmm. pretty narrow, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and these can be narrow. There's no doubt about it. There's a system. But with the card you're going to get, that can break you free already right. of mm -hmm. who you think what's going on and projecting from the past mm -hmm. and all that. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you have a Ph.D. in political science. Absolutely. So how does a Ph.D. in political <laughs> science end up becoming the creator of a tarot deck and an intuitive consultant? It, it yeah, well, that's a big question with the short answer and the long answer. Well, the, the short answer, I was really, when you get to the top of something like a PhD and something, it was like, I just said, so what? Mm -hmm. This this is not it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I could look important and sound important, but this ain't it. Mm -hmm. And I just knew I had to move on. Mm -hmm. And so I just left the country and left academia and, mm -hmm. and went to the mystical side and through Africa and through India and all of that meditation, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, all different forms of spirituality and mm -hmm. shamanism and eventually landed on the tarot. <laughs> With <laughs> a loud thud. Right. Boom. You know, but it was a good boom. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a thud. It was mm -hmm. like a wow mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And I just was off and running when I saw how that could work. Mm -hmm. And my original teacher, Angelus Arian. Ah, yes. Um, written a wonderful book on the Thoth deck. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, she was my original teacher, and Mary Greer was in that class. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, I just took a class from her several years ago. Oh, with Angela. Yes. She oh, yeah. She talks very highly of, of oh, really? both of you. Oh, yeah. Well, we were kind of her protégés. <laughs> and you know, then she went on to other things, of course. Mm -hmm. We keep evolving. Right. Uh, here, but that was a rich experience. Mm -hmm. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. love to have heard some of those class sessions. Well, you know, and she's a fabulous teacher. Mm -hmm. So basically, you'd sit and listen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was always, she's very practical too. A mm -hmm. good teacher gives you into the hands on, let's do it. Right. You know, kind of thing. And, and that's what we did. Mm -hmm. uh, it was brilliant. But I, I just felt so comfortable with it. I just started doing readings even professionally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, I charge 10 bucks. Hey, want to <laughs> read it here? You know, I'll do this for you. Oh, this card, I don't know. Let me turn to page 88. You know, <laughs> right. But the truth is um, that synchronistically, if you're doing readings for other people, you'll get the right person for the right message that you have mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at whatever level you're at or mm -hmm. not at. Right. Mm -hmm. So we can all relax. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. and, and, of course, picking tarot cards is like intentional synchronicity. Mm -hmm. I'm intending to get the right card, not the best card. And right. it works. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that does seem one of the focuses in the couple times I've seen you present. You're very high on using the tarot as a tool of empowerment. Mm -hmm. um, self-empowerment to be able to bring forth whatever it is that you're focused on um, your uh, your little phrase fire ready aim you're, you're ready let's just move now, move now. Yes. Don't, don't think about it don't procrastinate about it don't uh, mm -hmm. don't uh, promote anything that's going to inhibit you from actually just taking a step and moving in that direction and your example about hey I got these cards I should I'm gonna start reading right now it wasn't all this machination about well should I read should I charge money blah blah you're out spreading the cards right away and I and I like that and that's what I'm hearing I love you Artemis <laughs> <laughs> well said no really well said thank you I, I, yeah I'm a big believer but we see, do know yeah and that's totally the message that yeah. comes across in your presentations mm -hmm. and that's why I mm -hmm. so much enjoy being able to see you for mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think, I don't know why I believe so much or feel so positive about it. I don't know where that comes from, but mm -hmm. it's true. And it's almost like giving ourselves permission yes. <laughs> yes. to, yeah, to do what we know is true anyway. Mm -hmm. you know? And a lot of times reading for other people is not is not easy. I mean, you know, mm. like, wow. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I in, the, in the empowerment vein here, I try and find what, what floats their boat, where their passion is, and work it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll work the reading around that. Right. And it's basically a lot of it's cheerleading. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, you mm -hmm. can do it mm -hmm. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and using the cards like here it is. Can't you see? You've got right. the magician card. You've got magic. Come mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Show me the magic now. Right. That yeah. personal coach aspect. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it, my brand of tarot being more proactive, like mm -hmm. fortune creation, right. not mm -hmm. fortune telling, is very much a coaching mm -hmm. kind of process. Mm -hmm. Action based, if you right. will. And you actually do, you have a coaching practice based yeah. on Voyager, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you do corporate consulting and training. Uh, absolutely. And they can always call my 1-800 number. Which is? Well, <laughs> thank you. 1-800-676-1256. And that would be on your website as well, wouldn't uh, it? VoyagerTarot.com. VoyagerTarot is one word, mm -hmm. you know, dot .com, yeah. with the three W's in front of it, mm -hmm. of course. So, so in terms of doing sort of a these kinds of presentations and trainings in yeah. a corporate environment where yeah. people are wearing suits and you're sitting at a right. boardroom table and they've probably never seen anything like this, much less a standard, you know, Rider right. Waite Smith tarot deck. Right. How is that going in and trying to communicate with these people? <laughs> well, the hardest part is getting in the door. Mm -hmm. And the ones I really use tarot, tarot for in businesses are all women-run businesses. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Oh, all right. Um, the other ones, what I do is I cut the titles off the cards. Oh. This is for creative thinking. Oh. Creative thinking. Great. This is oh. not tarot. This is symbols for creative thinking. Okay. New thinking. Clever. Problem solving. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. pick a card. They don't even see that it says tarot on there right. Right. at all. They don't know that. They don't right. need to know that mm -hmm. at all. And it's rich. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, what the people will say, well, look at that red flower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. Right. Na, 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 na. You know, everybody can do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it gives people permission. Mm -hmm. and, and thinking symbolically through pictures and imagery is the metaphoric way of innovation. Right. It really, really works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's not often you get into a, a company with the tarot. It mm -hmm. might be maybe um, a new age kind of company right. or something pretty progressive. Mm -hmm. Very yeah, progressive. It, it, yeah. You probably don't get a lot of calls from But I, I, I do have things. a process, and this is good for any group. It's mm -hmm. not even a business like your group of free here mm -hmm. put on the show. Uh, or any group or family or any team, any group. Mm -hmm. um, with an entire deck, it could be any deck, mm -hmm. is pick a card and what each person brings to the table. You know, what do you bring to this team, mm -hmm. to this club, to this mm -hmm. group with one card? And then talk about yourself in light of the card that you bring to the table. And I had one CEO, actually, who was of a fragrance company in New York mm -hmm. City. He picked the Compassion card. Really? And everybody, there's like 20 of them in there, the board, mm -hmm. you know, they're whatever, of the company. And they, I could tell they were all laughing. Like, this is a joke. This is the wrong guy for compassion. <laughs> you know? Really? Because wow. the guy has no compassion. Mm -hmm. And he said that. He said, okay, I come through this, into this office here, and I'm only bottom line. Mm -hmm. I have no heart. I'm mm -hmm. bottom line. Everybody goes, yeah, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Very They're looking at like, yeah, okay. And then he started to cry because he said, when I go home and my two little children run at me and jump up in my arms, 
I'm all heart. I melt. And wow. he actually saw tears. But he was willing to share that exactly. within that environment. Exactly. So his peers or the folks that report mm -hmm. to him could see that he had that side. He had a heart. Exactly. You don't have that exercise. He doesn't pull that card. He doesn't share that. They don't get that experience. Right. And exactly. They only see that mm -hmm. black and white part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and cards bring things out in people. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it's, for men almost have to be tricked sometimes <laughs> this, this thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, absolutely, mm -hmm. it works. Wow, what a yeah. great story. It is a good story. Yeah, and It's real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I once worked with an attorney who absolutely, everything's right. black and white, everything's orderly. Yeah. His desk was always completely clear. If you moved, if you went and moved his staple, a stapler, oh a sixteenth of an inch, he could tell, and he oh, would put it back. Scary. Wow. And just every, oh, he's cold and he's contained. Right. And then on um, take our daughters to work day, right. his wife brought in their four-year-old daughter to see right. daddy, and he just melted and he got all goopy wow, and he was cooing at her and telling her she's a pretty girl <laughs> and holding her on his lap. It's like it's a human being here. Whoa, right. who is that? And yeah. what have you done with the attorney yeah. we know? And and after that, everybody got along with him much better. So I imagine something similar yes. happened to for fragrance team building, company. For team building, mm -hmm. this is a. I did one for um, an advertising company, mm -hmm. Silicon Valley heyday of internet. Right. Mm -hmm. Seven years ago, whatever mm -hmm. you know, um, it was about twenty-five. Mm -hmm. They're all under forty, mm -hmm. and they were. It was gangbusters. They were going off. It was right. great. Everything was happening. I. Everybody pick one card. Mm -hmm. What do they bring to the company? Right. Out of twenty-five people, one person picked in Voyager a world's card, which it might be pentacles or right. discs in traditional right. tarot, which mm -hmm. is down to earth, mm -hmm. bottom line. Right. right. One card out of 25. <laughs> Most of them were cups cards. Passion, joy, ecstasy, wow. love, uh, high, you know, beautiful. And they were. They and were enthusiastic. Were right. And I said, you know, it's a great reading and it's a major watch out. Yes. There's only one person amongst you that makes business. <laughs> yeah. Has any connection to reality. Right. And they were out of business in six months. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. They yeah. did not heed mm -hmm. the preview. Yes. Had they, they could have prevented. Ooh, can, can you elaborate on yeah, that? Yeah. You talked a, about it in the course, but right. people who are listening who didn't Well, to look ahead is like a sneak preview. Mm -hmm. But once you've previewed, you are prepared. So if you get a cards, for example, that you don't like, since mm -hmm. you've previewed, you can prevent, mm -hmm. you can preempt, because you are prepared. I mean, cards are only pieces of paper. Right. Right. They, they don't have to happen. Mm -hmm. well, most of it's self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. And if you like what you see about your cards or your future, then do something to enhance it. Right. Right. You know, and just hope and pray that it maybe, perhaps, could happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is do something <laughs> proactively mm -hmm. to create oh. the future mm -hmm. right. or prevent what you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Proactive tarot. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the points that you mentioned in your presentations as well is that when you uh, when you raise this intuition, you like to link getting it into action right away. Yes. Okay. Let's 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 not just be warm and fuzzy with the idea that's come up and hey we're all happy with that. But what are you going to do as your next step? What's your next action? How are you going to make this a focused, fluid movement that's going to help fulfill whatever it is that you're you're raising or you're thinking? Yep, yep. And as soon as possible. Right, right. right. Intuition yeah, into really action. I mean, the, the biggest thing that sabotages our intuition is not doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. Why would intuition ever want to raise its head? Would you deny it <laughs> or resist <laughs> it or, or yeah. dismiss it? If you, you ignore know? me, I'm going to go away now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that's my, my practice is a card a day. Mm -hmm. and my spiritual practice right. and with an action mm -hmm. a day mm -hmm. based on that. Mm -hmm. And so my quest in life is to, to live the whole life of right. happy, healthy, and holy, and wealthy. Mm -hmm. And every day a card on how to do that, how to get there. Mm -hmm. 
And my card for the day was Devil's Play. <laughs> so here I am at this wonderful pagan conference. You know, it's, it's a pan. How odd. Dionysian, how, how odd, right? No, how very apt. Right. So, so my action for the day is to enjoy this, even teaching. Yes. I really get mm-hmm. off on enjoying and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Come Absolutely. on. Fundamentalists that we are. <laughs> oh, ow. Um, so I, I know that you have another obligation, so you need to rush off here in just a couple minutes. But I just wanted to find out what's coming up on your dance card. New projects, My events? dance card. Muses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm doing, I don't know when this is coming up, but I always, uh, every half a year or something, I do a Voyager weekend certification mm. workshop mm-hmm. at my home in Carmel Valley in, Ooh, nice. in Carmel, nice. uh, California. It's a really beautiful place. Mm-hmm. I scored. <laughs> um, I'm doing it this weekend of February 24th or 25th, 25th? or something yeah, like that, mm-hmm. um, or a one-day version of that for people who just want the one day. Mm-hmm. But uh, come to VoyagerTarot.com mm-hmm. to get my schedule okay. on the calendar there. Mm-hmm. And also, people can pick a card, a free card, card a day kind of thing mm-hmm. on site. Oh. Get an idea of what the cards look like. That's great. Um, and I, the funnest thing I though I do is my Aloha Taroha. Oh, do tell. <laughs> Week do tell retreat in Hawaii on the Big Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, a great, great um, retreat resort. Ooh. Uh, Kalani Hanua. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, the other subtitle is Archetypes in Paradise. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. And so a little bit of tarot in the mornings, and but moving to the cards, becoming them. Uh-huh. Kinesthetic intuition, the embodiment. Ooh of the cards, not just learning what the priestess means, but mm-hmm. become the priestess, hum and sound and intuit and all of wow. that, or, or the devil become the dancer, mm-hmm. or whatever it might exactly. be, right. but do that. Mm-hmm. And then in the afternoon, we go out to some, you know, hey, great place along the coast there in Hawaii, the volcano, dolphins, etc. Uh, in the evening, the, the, the resort has its own activities, mm-hmm. you know, from hula dancing to massage to, you know. All those lots well, of in a deck chair with Absolutely. a cocktail. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. A little umbrella drink. Yeah, it's a, it's a week-long thing. It's, uh-huh. it's just the great. It's the hardest thing to sell for me. Really? By far. And it, the price is right, but it is so difficult to sell. Do you think that's because people have some kind of inhibition about allowing themselves to do something that that that, that will be that much fun? Yeah, like a culture-specific um, or uh, it, uh, maybe it could be. I never thought of yeah, that. We're all, actually. Too, we're all too puritanical. Well, yeah. It's like I could go and do something fun and learn something, but but it sounds mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't be working hard. I wouldn't be right. Some people want. To be meaningful, that means to work hard. Yes. Work is one of those four-letter words I'm yeah. not exactly a fan of here. Or it might be too wild. Right. It might be too huh. expressive. Oh. There's a lot of inhibition around that. It could oh, be around right. sound mm-hmm. and movement. Mm-hmm. But it's all in the spirit of fun, so it's good to be. The operative principle is foolishness. Right. Be the fool. Mm-hmm. And, and act as if, and mm-hmm. don't be afraid to make a fool of yourself, because we're all fools, yeah. and we're all having fun, mm-hmm. and it's just a kick, you know, but it's hard to, to, I don't know, tell people that and have them get on, get on board with it, really. Yeah. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. It would be too much fun. I can't possibly do it. would be too much it. fun. And it's a money thing, and it's a time thing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's reasons, well, I yeah, know, well, sure. but here on the West Coast, it would be simple. Absolutely. And it's... it's uh, ATA, you know, has flights to Hilo now from Oakland. Yeah. Like, wow. And come on, you've you've got all this PTO saved up at work. Come on, people. Yeah, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Those of you who get paid time off. (laughs) But, you know, podcasts are international. They're global. Mm -hmm. And uh, I travel. I'm the Voyager. Yes. My life card is the chariot. How splendid. I'm the charioteer. 
So they're not coming to me, so I'll go to the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just a couple of weeks in Florida and uh, in Santa Fe and Vegas, and I get up to northwest Seattle and Portland and all over the place. Wow, you're coming yeah. and going at the same time. Yeah, well, I like that. I like I'm a voyager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think when you're out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. is when you really, when the cards are really allies. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, what's going on? You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Pick a card. It mm-hmm. gives you back to your core, your base, mm-hmm. your center, if you will. What a great friend and ally Absolutely. that we have here. But out of your comfort zone means you have to start you know, really trusting your intuition. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a believer in that intuitive impulse right. yes. mm-hmm. that's there. But again, we don't usually act on it. And then we go into paralysis or analysis. Right? So most mental cards in every tarot deck, including Voyager, mm-hmm. the crystals cards instead of swords, half of them are problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, narrow-mindedness and confusion and delusion and <laughs> all these kinds of... stuck in your own head. Well, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. But one of the things about the Voyager cards is they have a very strong positive aspect to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we use... It's all energy. Everything's yes. energy. So we use these so-called negative cards as resources, as compost. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for the road, mm-hmm. if you will. And I'm, I'm a real fan, for example, of um, negativity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hate negativity, negative negativity. Right. Like, oh, no, I can't, you're no good. You know, the inner right. judge and critic, mm-hmm. which it can be. Mm-hmm. And that's in traditional tarot, you'd see swords and blood, where right. we stab ourselves and others right. to the mind through mm-hmm. judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Voyagers, no swords, but it's negative crystal thinking, which is negative thinking. But, or and, it can also, whenever you say no to something, what you're really saying to is yes to something else. The positive use of no. So it's really reframing Mm -hmm. a lot of the medieval thinking Mm -hmm. that we do have around some of the old tarot. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the basic meanings that people still ascribe to with old tarot, which I think is old thinking. Mm -hmm. This is the 21st century. Right. Well, you also pointed out that uh, when you see the, the negative image cards that are traditional there, you see that as a setback Mm-hmm. Transiting into opportunity. Yes. To be able to step back, walk, wait, pause, mm-hmm. and then take a new approach that might get you farther down the path. Absolutely. Right, rather than just wallowing in whatever the setback yeah. is. Yeah. You know, my greatest of opportunities and progress has always been because of setbacks. Mm-hmm. And usually for me, they're physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only way I get stopped mm-hmm. is when my body <laughs> stops and crashes. <laughs> you know. So that's enough of that. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this new course I did, this online Way of the Seeker course, mm-hmm. goes through all the cards with emails and the DVD and all that, mm-hmm. was all based on me falling on my head a year and a half ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Right. Wow. Uh, I was doing this contact dance improv, mm-hmm. which is a wild technique where you're upside down in people's back and moving around and all wow. that. And I fell down, straight down on my back Ow. onto the floor. And I just, I mean, I'm so fortunate not to have broken neck, honestly. Wow. But I was in bed for a month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, all I could do was type mm-hmm. on the computer, basically. Couldn't mm-hmm. do anything more than that. I said, yeah. well, this is an opportunity and created that whole course. Oh, great. Out of that. So, so if opportunity out of adversity. Absolutely. Oh. It's mm-hmm. a, the greatest lesson we can all learn. You know, Great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Wow. Well, thank you so much for your time, James. We really appreciate yeah. that you've, uh, between thank all you. of your obligations today, you've made a little bit of time to chat with us. Always well, fabulous. Well, hey, anytime we get a chance to talk to Ro. Yes. yes. You know, yes. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and allow me to talk a little bit of Voyager Tarot, because I, I am a Tarotist, mm-hmm. although I did tell somebody that on a plane. 
<laughs> and they thought I said terrorist. Oh no! Terrorist. Oh, oh no. she freaked. Oh, I bet she. Oh did. yeah. Uh, I said, but I here pick a car and I can't terrorize your life. You know? <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 it's great to uh, because I do honor, like you said, Anastasia, the classic tarot. Mm-hmm. Everything classic is in this deck, mm-hmm. and. I was thinking of the 21st century, yeah, you know, and what does that mean for us mm-hmm. there? And I think that's what keeps any of these traditions alive is spinning them a little bit without mm-hmm. blowing the whole thing up. Right. right. You know, I mean, it's a brilliant system. Mm-hmm. I mean, cards and face down and stuff. What an incredible thing yeah. as a map of life that mm-hmm. it is. You know, wow. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And, thank you. My uh, pleasure. Safe My pleasure. and pleasant journeying. Thank you yes. very much. And um, to everybody listening at home, thanks so much. And we'll talk to you again soon. See you right. next time. See Bye. you next time. Bye. Bye.